We're going to do a short study, and I'm going to start off with First Chronicles chapter 12. This will be a long, little longer than what I usually uh, bring on a daily basis, but we're in First Chronicles 12 verse 8. It says, And of the Gadites, they're separated unto themselves unto David, into the hold, to the wilderness, men of might, men of war, fit for the battle, that could handle shield and buckler, whose faces were like the faces of lions and were as swift as the roes upon the mountains. These men of the tribe of Gad, they came from far. They came from across the Jordan River from the east to David in the southwest to basically hide out, it says, in the hold. So he's, he's in the desert and in the wilderness hiding from Saul and waiting for God to open doors for him. And while he was there hiding from Saul and being patient, men started coming to him from all over Israel. Well, one of the tribes, the Gadites, had a special group of men, says they could really, really fight. No doubt some of these became the mighty men of David, but they had the faces of lions and as swift as the rose upon the mountains. What is the significance of these faces of lions? That'd be the question. Why does it say they had the faces of lions? Did they have such a beard and facial hair that, and then hair that gave them the appearance of lions? Is that possible? You know, the, the locusts that come out of hell says that they have faces of lions and teeth like lions, but they, well, they have face of men, but teeth like lions. And hair like women they look like a lion and so these lion-like men it says that they had the face of a lion you know when you study this what does it mean that word lion in the hebrew stems from the word ariel which was a famous word actually david was called the lion of god but jerusalem itself the city of jerusalem was called the Lion of God because it was the city where David dwelt, and it did so much uh, in the building of David and Solomon's kingdom. This is found in Isaiah 29 and verse 1. Well, it lost its lion-like status. You know, the Lion of God, that's what Ariel means, the Lion of God. Well, the Lion of God turned into a teddy bear is what it did. They lost all their boldness. They lost all their fight. They became cowards. They hid. They succumbed. They capitulated. They had no fight left in them. And especially for righteousness' sake, they had no fight. Now, these, these lion-like men of David, they showed up. And I was thinking, what happened with these men that would call? Why were they called this? Now, if you look at a lion, uh, it'd be a rare male lion that would turn away from a fight on just about anything. You know, when it says the righteous are bold as a lion, we are bold as a lion because we don't turn and run. And the Bible says, he that believeth shall not make haste. That means you don't run from uh, your needs or a fight. We don't turn and run. God's people ought not live like cowards. These men of Gad, they'd fight you. You know, they say, let her look out. 
uh, get in trouble, uh, get in a situation with so-and-so, you've got a fight on your hands because they're not backing down. Well, that's like the lion. These men of Gad, they would fight, and they had the face of uh, a fighter, and you could see it, and you knew it. So they are, it's interesting, when you study that word, they're bold as a lion. You know what it means? Heroic. You know, you wonder, okay, what does that mean to be heroic? You're my hero. Well, it means some things have happened and they've done some deeds that make them heroic. These were heroic deeds uh, to where they went over and above insurmountable tasks. They, they did more than was expected of them. They were full of deeds. They backed down to nobody, and they were fierce. That's what it means. Like a lion is very fierce when it's, when it's fighting or angry and turns back from no one. Heroic deeds. These men that came from Gad, they'd already done a lot. They were already known as the heroes. And so they come to David, and they become the great heroes of the faith. Now, one more thing is to be brought up. In 2 Samuel 23, 20, it says that David's men in battle later in life got in a fight with some men of Moab. And there were two men of Moab that were lion-like men. They had an appearance of lions. They fought like lions. They had this. It's different than the men of Gad, though, because the men of Gad, it says, had the faces of lions. It says these men of Moab were lion-like. And so people were afraid of them. We don't know what they looked like. We weren't there to see it. But it was something very uh, formidable. When you, when you saw it, it put fear in your heart. Now, there was a man named Benaiah. He was one of David's mighty men. Benaiah went down and, and fought and killed these two lion-like men of Moab who were their champions. You know, they were their greatest fighters, the ones who had done all the heroic deeds for Moab. Benaiah went down and fought them both and killed these two men because he proved the line of God will outdo the line of Satan every day if you'll take him on right. You know, we always worry about the line of Satan. He's a, he's a roaring lion. Well, Jesus Christ is a lion of the tribe of Judah. He's Ariel, and we fight for him. And we ought not back down, and, and more than that, we ought to be victorious for him. These, these men of Moab, you know, you think about it, they probably had a look about them. There's something strange going on, because when you study it, they were violent, they were piercing. You know, when a, when a lion gets a hold of a victim or prey and digs those teeth into him, the jaws of the lion lock on and you can't get out. They're piercing the victim. These men of Moab had pierced a lot of people. That word piercing, it, uh, it has a connotation in the Old Testament of Cain, the old wicked one. These, they're teamed up with Satan. These men were of Satan. They were fighting the, the men of God, David's people. And they came against him, and who's to say if there's not something really sinister going on there in their genealogy, in their, basically, in their genes? Why are they lion-like? That's the question. Well, Benaiah disposed of them very quickly. 
So we have these lion-like men of Moab. We have these lion, face of lion men of Gad. We have that Jerusalem is supposed to be a lion for God because we have Christ, which is uh, symbolized by David. So when it gets to the, the people of God, it says the righteous are bold as a lion, but the wicked flee when no man pursueth. God's people, because we've been with Jesus so much and we have Christ in us, the hope of glory, there ought to be a boldness there that reveals itself as a lion and be and not turn back from all the things that we need to do in life. We shouldn't really run from anything. And I know there's some very fearful things that come our way in life to where we just say, I don't want to deal with this. But if it's things that God has in front of us that we must deal with, the, the, the people of God ought to be bold as a lion and come at it with an attitude of, I will not back down, I will accomplish the task. And I would, if it's a fight, I'm going to defeat the enemy, whatever it is. We should have that lion mentality, uh, not that scaredy cat, fleeing making haste mentality because if you develop a cowardly attitude and a cowardly pattern of life you know what what's going to happen it plainly says you're going to flee even when no man pursueth you're going to run from problems that aren't even there you're going to run from uh, an imaginary problem that you imagined in your life and conjured up that is your enemy you're going to become a coward for the rest of your life. When you get in the Bible, it gives you great boldness. You live in the Word of God, and you live with Christ, and the Bible says that you'll have boldness like Peter and John and the, and the Pharisees will say, we took notice. They've been with Jesus. They're not afraid of us. They, uh, they're respectful, but they're not afraid of us. They've been with Christ. These are lion men. These are men with the face of lions. Now, how do you find yourself measuring up to these thoughts? Do you have the face of a lion when it comes to life, when it comes to the work of God? Do you have the resemblance of the lion of the tribe of Judah, which is Jesus Christ, kind of uh, showing itself through you? And your countenance even proves it. And you live a victorious Christian life. Now, I know when you look at a lion and you consider these things, we're talking all about spiritual warfare and dealing with uh, the fighter's mentality that a good Christian ought to have if he wants to be effective for God on this earth. We're not talking about all the uh, fruits of the Spirit and uh, the things like that that make the Christian uh, unique and special, such as gentleness, goodness, long-suffering, those things. No, we're talking about a fighter spirit of the lion. Do you have that? Well, how do I develop it? You get in the Bible, and you read and read and learn of Him, and then you spend a lot of time with Christ. You know He's in you, and you develop righteous living, and you'll be bold as a lion. There's some. There's something to this where a Christian that is right with God, and I mean, he's really right with God, and he's been doing all that he can, and the relationship is sweet and undivided. He's almost bulletproof in this world. He's only going down if God wants him to go down. He's only going to lose if God decides and ordains that he lose for the kingdom's sake. He's a lion. 
Now, are you bold as a lion today? That is the question. Or cowardly like a teddy bear and easily easy to defeat? You know, the enemy ought to be a little bit afraid of us. I know that's bold speaking, but the enemy ought to be afraid of a good seasoned Christian who walks in the spirit and not in the flesh. We are bold as a lion. And I'll repeat the question or the, the statement, woe unto the aerial, aerial. You're not aerial anymore. You're not the lion of God. No, you're like a little kitty cat that runs. The righteous are bold as a lion, but the wicked flee when no man pursueth. Think on these things. Thank you.